Hey there, everyone, and welcome to the How to Lead podcast, helping you unleash influence wherever you are. My name's Adam Tarno, and I'm joined, as always, by Clay Scroggins. Clay, what do we got today? Adam, what's your favorite unorthodox, off-the-beaten-path podcast that you've been listening to lately? Ooh, that is such a great icebreaker question. I think <laughs> I'll say I'm going to go with uh, Chasing Scratch, some of my LinkedIn Friends and followers know that I've been, uh, I've talked about that one a few times, but it is two men in their 40s that are chasing becoming scratch golfers, right? So they are actually in season five. So they've been chasing this for quite a few years, but uh, there's this whole golf handicap system and it's a number and it basically, and again, this is a gross uh, generalization, but it's basically how uh, what your average score is, is one way to think about it. So they're trying to get to zero, right? Like they want to be able to shoot par on a regular basis. So they're not experts. They are fellow strugglers on the golf journey. And uh, I just identify with their struggle. And so I love it. They're good storytellers. They're funny. Uh, there's a lot of things where I, things I think about when I'm on the golf course that I feel like I'm such a weirdo that I think it. And then I hear these guys say it and I go, okay, good. I'm not alone. I'm not alone. So that's my little off the beaten path one right there. How about you? I, you know, it's it's, the the, the guilt of me, the, you know, all those, I should be listening to kind of things, you know, there's leadership ones or, you know, spiritual development or personal growth ones. But um, you know, the, the ear candy one for me lately, the one, the earworm, the thing that I just enjoy that just, you know, I, uh, I, I I don't listen to it thinking I'm going to learn something. And then the other day I was listening to it and I actually, I feel like it inspired something in me. Uh, Broken Records by Rick Rubin. Uh, Rick Rubin, he's a uh, famous producer in the music industry, but I mean, his he he he, he was the one that kind of uh, brought the Beastie Boys to light. Um, and, but he also did a bunch with Aerosmith. I mean, he produced Walk This Way. I mean, it's but crazy the, what he the has musical done. diversity yes. is yeah wild. And whatever uh, you're picturing in your mind that Rick Rubin looks like, he doesn't. Yeah, right. That's such a great point. He, I mean, it yeah. is like, hasn't he? doesn't he, scream music he's worked producer. He's with LL Cool J. Like, I'm just looking yeah. at this right now. Yeah. He's worked with, yeah. de- like, so people in hip hop, rock, mm-hmm. kind of punk, Public Enemy, the Ghetto Boys, Run DMC. I mean, but then all these, all these rock uh, artists as well. So it is a very diverse background. That very he's diverse. So he was interviewing, uh, this is a while ago, but I really like, I like some of that alt country stuff. Like, you know, Chris Stapleton's the most, you know, probably most well-known one, but I'm a big fan of Sturgill Simpson, The Sturge, Jason Isbell, another one. Jason Isbell's got quite a cult following, but um, Dave Cobb is the guy that has produced all of those artists. And so Rick Rubin is interviewing Dave Cobb. They're talking about being in the studio, trying to recreate a sound that you heard from somewhere else. I'm not a musician. I love music, but I don't, you know, I don't even relate to that exactly. They were, this particular moment, they were talking about uh, this one particular Metallica album. They're like, oh, those drums. I mean, they just were like nothing you've ever heard. Love the drums on that Metallica album. And they were talking about the idea of when you hear something like that and then you try to recreate them, how dangerous that is, how that actually can stifle your creativity. But instead, we need to be looking at what do we do have, looking at what's at our disposal, and figure out how can we create something beautiful out of what we do have, which is when Dave Cobb jumps in and said, yeah, you know, I've never nailed anything that I was trying to chase. Hmm. And I thought, what a great line. I've never nailed anything I was trying to chase. The thing that I immediately thought of was, uh, for, for me, it's trying to 
figure out a, another book idea, um, it would be real easy to go, well, what's worked before? How do I recreate the magic of that? And I just don't know if that's what is going to get us unstuck creatively. So this episode really is for anybody that is feeling stuck. You know, everybody's got to produce something. You got to create content. You've got to create a presentation. You've got to figure out a new way to say something. You've got to design something. Wh whatever it is that you do, there's some kind of creation in it. And when you're sitting there going, how do I find creativity? What I'm finding is the worst thing you could do is to try to chase something or even chase someone. Yeah. That's really good. And I like that because uh, what pops into my mind when you shared that, it's like uh, you re you said that line and I was immediately, ah, yeah, been guilty of trying to do that. And there's this fine line between inspiration and replication. And uh, so it's good. great to use outside sources, other people, other things to provide some inspiration. Uh, but hopefully that inspiration leads us to a solution that is still our own uh, using the tools and the gifts that we've got that we're going to talk about here in a second, not just going, okay, let's just go be that, or let's just go do that. And so I, it's a part of every leader's journey where you are inspired by a leader. And so you just, un you don't even really know you do it. You're just going, I'm going to try to be exactly like that person. And, you know, there's that great quote about, you know, just be yourself because everybody else is already taken. Uh, the world, the world just needs you uh, to be you. And so it's great to find inspiration from others, but it's not always great to go try to just become or replicate exactly what that other person does. So I'll, I want to give just three questions that I think if you're saying, you know, th this is in the weeds, you're sitting at your desk or at the coffee shop or wherever it is that you are sitting there going, okay, I got one hour, I got to create I got to write the script. I got to write the email. I've got to create the design. I've got to build the presentation. Here's three questions that I think will help us get out of that trying to chase mentality. The first one is, what are you learning right now? Everybody's in a season where you're learning something. And I think it's so helpful to just go, okay, not what have I learned, not what did I learn in 2020 or what did I learn when I was in college or what did I learn? No, right now, what are you going through? What are you dealing with? What is in front of you? What's, what is this season of life teaching you? But that idea, it just, to me, it just snaps me into the present to go, what am I dealing with right now? Because whatever it is you're dealing with, whatever you're learning right now, that's what's going to be most, that's what's going to inspire the most creativity in you because it's so fresh. It's what you're dealing with in this moment right now, learning it uh, in this season. And it's going to connect with other people. I mean, let's go back to that podcast that I was talking about with Chasing Scratch. These are guys who are on the journey, they're struggling, they're learning, and I'm learning from them as they're learning. I also had the opportunity to play golf the other day with uh, an, a guy when he played in college was an All-American. He shot five under par during the round when I played with him. It was amazing. I felt like it was a privilege to watch him, right? <laughs> Nicest guy in the world and uh, really, you know, made a new friend. And it was really fun to watch. When we were done and having lunch, I wasn't getting swing tips from him because he just seemed so like he was playing a different game. I'm learning a ton from these guys chasing scratch because they're telling me what they're learning right now and how they're struggling and it's inspiring me, right, to, to uh, come up with some of my own solutions and all that. So I like that. And, and Clay, how is that? So let's go back to even the example you shared as you're trying to think about a book idea. Is that idea influencing you right now as you're trying to think about that? Well, yeah, this is very relevant for me because I've got a proposal 
a book proposal that's due that I told the publisher I would send them. And it would just be real easy for me to try to take, you know, for me, it was uh, 2017, I released a book called How to Leave Me or Not in Charge. And it would be easy for me to go, how do I say that in a different way? That would be chasing an idea. But instead, really trying to go, okay, let me just for just for the sake of creativity, for the sake of the moment, let me just ignore what's happened in the past. What am I dealing with right now? And you know, the first thing I think about is how, what is it like to work for yourself? And what do you learn when you're working for yourself? And so the, that, which, which I would, there are things that I've learned in this season. I wish I would have known then that I could have applied them because my, my, the lie would be, yeah, but everybody's not in that season. Yeah. But they're going to take, not everybody's trying to become a scratch golfer. Not everybody's trying to recreate Metallica's drums. And I learned something from that. And so you don't have to apply one for one, the situation people will learn if you're willing to tell your story of how you learned it and what and what it is that you are learning in this season. So I just think that uh, that question has just been really helpful for me. Again, it just snaps me into the present. I like that. Before we go on to the second question, it reminds me of a quote from my buddy Randy Marshall, who I know we've mentioned or I have a couple of times. He talked about when he would do teaching, like in a one-to-many setting, like keynotes or getting together and doing some team teaching. He was like, Adam, I, I quit years ago putting application into my messages. And I was like, it was puzzling to me going, well, hold on. Isn't that the whole point is you got to tell them how to apply it? He goes, I look at the audience and I tell them how I'm applying what I just told them. And I know they're smart enough to figure out how it'll apply to them. And I think that fits with exactly what you're saying right there. Tell me how you're using this stuff and then I'll figure out how it's going to apply to me. Yeah, that's really good. The second question is what resources, what tools, what do you have at your disposal right now? even even particularly ones that are unique, you know, the ones that you'd go, you know what, I've never really had these in front of me right now. Uh, not everybody, I guess, would have these in front of them. But what is it that you have in front of you right now that is unique to you, that's unique to this season? You know, that's what Rick Rubin and Dave Cobb talked about is they were like, look, you know, if you're trying to recreate Metallica's drums, you, you don't you don't have Metallica's drums. You don't have the software they used. Uh, you're not the Metallica drummer. There's so much yeah. that you don't have. And if you spend your time trying to recreate it, you're not going to nail it. You're not going to find it because you're not them. You can't recreate that. But what you do have right now is unique. You've got a different set of musicians. You've got a different set of skills, a different set of tools, a different set of so- a different software, different instruments, whatever it is. There's something unique about what you have. And if you can make the best out of what you have, that's your best shot at creating something that's meaningful, that's beautiful, that will help other people. I like that a lot. Yeah. And again, just getting this back to um, thinking about yourself in the right way, in an appropriate way to go, you do have gifts, skills, you have tools available to you. Um, Yeah. Great to be inspired by some leadership podcast you listened to or some book you read or some YouTube or TikTok video that you just watched, but you may not have all those tools at your disposal. And so what do you have? Just make the best thing you can with what you've got right now, which is, you know, thinking about some TV shows, it's almost like Chopped, right? Like Chopped, they, they yeah, just do right. a limited number of ingredients and say, go to town, right? This is all you got. You got to try it. There's some real fun, creative things that can be made when you limit yourself and just going, I got to deal with what I got right now, not with what I don't have. Because of that, what's that phrase? Necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah. That the idea of limiting what you have, you know, saying, Hey, you're not, you can't just pay to anything. You can't just build anything. You gotta, you, you gotta figure out what it is that I have, what it is that I need. And that is going to drive creativity that maybe you wouldn't have found otherwise. I like that. So, okay. So what are you learning what tools do I have? Uh, what else? What, what last question? Number we can three. Maybe ask. Last question. Yeah, is 
what are you currently struggling with? Yeah. What are you currently struggling with and how could it help other people? The truth is everybody is struggling with something. It might not be one for one that they're struggling with the same thing that you are, but what we're struggling with, the thing that's the obstacle in our way is Ryan Holiday talks about an obstacle is the way. That idea that whatever it is that you're struggling with, it actually is probably the pathway toward what it is that you're learning, toward what it is that you have to give others. And so really just leading with your vulnerability, leading with the thing that isn't perfect, that isn't going great, but it's the thing you're trying to figure out, you're really struggling with it, you're trying to learn from it, you're trying to grow from it, you're trying to get over it, trying to figure out how to get rid of it oftentimes. But whatever it is that you're struggling with is oftentimes the thing that's going to introduce you to that new thought or that next thing. That is that is really good. And we can think about some examples, and Brene Brown is probably the one that comes to mind quickest. If somebody who has really built her brand around the struggle, uh, I'm on the journey too. I'm trying to figure out how to do this in my organization. There's a level of credibility that I can listen to her because I know she's talking about her swings and misses, but also the home runs. And there's something, again, that's very endearing about that that just goes, okay, this is a leader that I can listen to right now because they're they're a fellow practitioner. They're not an expert in an ivory tower just telling me exactly how, uh, how all this happened. So, um, which, Clay, I think for you and I, like if uh, maybe when we first got out of college, this was not normal. For leaders to talk about epic fails. I feel like somewhere, I don't know, we'd have to go back and look mid 2000, like the early aughts, something like that. This idea of leading with vulnerability and sharing the struggles really became a core leadership principle. Um, would you agree with that? Do, do you have that same observation? Oh, certainly. And I think it's definitely what we're looking for in leaders in the future. I think all of us I think, you know, there's probably some, maybe some of his age, you know, you get to an age where you've been let down enough, you've been disappointed enough with people, you realize, oh, yeah, they're great at that, but they've got some flaws, they've got some problems, that there is no perfect person. I like that little meme that says, never trust a mom with a clean van. You know, the idea that if you have kids, you can't really have a clean van. I mean, everybody, you there's there's got to be something that's broken, something that's off, something that's wrong. And my point is not just share it, but my point is, be willing to be honest with yourself about it because it will unlock creativity. Because if you're dealing with it, chances are somebody else is dealing with it. Chances are somebody's dealing with something that's maybe adjacent to it, but it will certainly be the path. It will lead you to whatever the idea is or however you need to create the thing. And it's oftentimes that creativity, it's just amazing how much it is birthed in our own struggle. I mean, all the great songs in the world, you know, are usually about the breakup. It's usually about the relationship that didn't go right. That's right. So just letting that hurt, letting that hardship, letting the struggle lead us to the idea that we're really looking for or longing for. Uh, it's just, uh, it's way better than trying to chase something. Yeah. You know, that's, uh, you're saying all that and uh, it reminded me of Kevin Hart's story. I listened to his biography that's on Audible, and uh, he talked about when he started his stand-up career, he was doing a lot of what I'll call made-up jokes. He was making up scenarios, making up characters, and he was doing fine and achieving some success, but he had a mentor in his life that kept pushing him, going, you've got to be more real. You've got to be more real. Driving to one show, if I've got the story right, driving to one show, just had a big argument with his girlfriend and decided to turn it into a bit and talk about the struggle in the moment of something he was going through with his relationship. And the laughter, he said, was different, right? It was different. And 
that bit now is really a part of his personal brand is him talking about how he's trying to figure out being a dad and being a, uh, being a business owner and being a friend and, um, being a, being, um, you know, a husband or a boyfriend or whatever it is. And there's something about it that we're, we're leaning into that and it's really helpful. And so that led him to creativity of just going, what am I struggling with? That's funny. I mean, Adam, that is such a good example because when he shares that story about his crazy uncle that just got out of prison, you know, when he first started sharing it, I was like, this is kind of amazing that he's just opening up his family like this to talk about. They got that one crazy uncle. But of course, everyone does. Everyone's got that one crazy uncle. But that uncle that kept looking at him and being like, say it with your chest, say it with your chest. (laughs) He's like, what does that even mean? I don't know how to say it with my chest. But I love that is such a great way to illustrate this concept that if you really, if you'll, if I, you might not even share the struggle, but getting in touch with the struggle, it will lead you to something more creative. That's it. I love it. All right. So you just gave somebody sitting in a coffee shop, three great questions to ask to help them get unstuck creatively, which is what am I learning? And then we are going to ask them, what tools do I have at my disposal and then what am I struggling with? Just start just start writing some things down and you are going to get unstuck with all that. It's great to be inspired by others, right? But do not go try to just replicate what they're doing for the solutions that you're trying to come up with right now. You can come up with some great stuff at your own disposal. And so those are three great questions to ask. Clay, any other final thoughts? I think that's it. The world needs you. The world needs yeah. your voice. The world needs what you have to say. The world needs what you have to offer. And uh, I think we would all be better off if we quit trying to chase. I've never nailed the thing that I was trying to chase. That's so right. I hope that that's helpful to people. But yeah, thanks for this has been fun. Thanks, Adam. Love it. All right, Clay. Talk to you next time. Well, that's all we got for today's episode of the How to Lead podcast. You can always reach out to us via email. We can be reached at info at howtolead.work. That's info at howtolead.work. Every episode is mixed and edited by the team over at Sound of a Rose. You can learn more about them at soundofarose.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you again next time.